we're live. Hello, hello. We are live. Welcome everyone to another quick brew. I am Vicky. I'm Katie. And together we are Strong Tea, but this is Strong Tea's Littler Sibling Quick Brew, where it's just me and Katie still keeping to topics that can be difficult to talk about, raising awareness, things we like to learn more about and things that could be taboo. Um, it's just a bit shorter, or we intend for them to be a bit shorter, but we were, time, they're not. We were, but um, we just can't <laughs> help it, can we? So it's the same, it's the same oh. length, it's just the two of us. <laughs> and just giving prior warning, I think this episode isn't going to be any different because I think no. with the research that we've done for this one, we've both been messaging going, Oh, I'm disgusted. Oh, this is terrible. <laughs> oh, oh, and yeah, it's quite good. And um, also the reactions you get, we're, we're trying something a bit new. These reactions from myself and Katie are genuine because we haven't told each other the research and what we found. So it could be quite interesting or, or catastrophic, depending on <laughs> if we've researched the exact same things. Um, yes, anyway, <laughs> without without further ado, what are we drinking? What are you drinking, Katie? I have just gone for um, an old favourite. I've just gone for Yorkshire Gold today because I was like, it's raining. You know, it's a bit minging outside. So, you know what? Nice warm cup of Yorkshire tea. Do you know what? I am the biggest Yorkshire Gold advocate. And yeah. so I don't blame you for that. I'm, I'm yeah, happy Are with you that. jealous? Or what have you got? Well, yeah, I've gone for organic peppermints and now I feel seen off. Oh. I thought I'll go exotic for this this episode. Not that peppermint's exotic, but yeah, yeah, no, it's um, refreshing, refreshing. Probably ties in quite nicely, though, with our topic, doesn't it, yours? Very much so. Other than mine. But um, without further ado, today we are going to be discussing diet and what that means. Now, it's such a broad term that we undenied about how we put this uh, episode together because you think well you've got diet as in healthy eating and you've got diet as in extreme dieting and how does it all fit together how do companies play on the opportunity for weight loss and people's insecurities much like what we talked about on the weight loss and body image a couple of weeks ago um but to start with before we go any further i want to give you the definition of the word diet now, there are two definitions in the Oxford Dictionary. One is the kind of foods that a person, animal or community habitually eats. So it's the diet of the human, if you like. Second definition is a special course of food to which a person restricts themselves either to lose weight or for medical reasons. And the key word there is restricts. So what I want to kind of start with today is how we view the phrase diet so let's start with you Vicky tell me what you think when you hear the word diet so for me it is in those kind of for me it's two different things a diet to help with medical process so things like you know there's special diets that you can try for cancer for diabetes um you know things that will help in a medical sense and then there's the diet for losing weight um for aesthetically you know to make yourself look um slimmer or so for me, when someone says I'm on a diet, those are the two things that come onto my, onto my radar. So for me, I guess to, uh, when I hear diet, it is that more restrictive definition that comes into mm-hmm. my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what about you? Yeah, I think, I think you're right. It's the, it's the kind of term I'm on a diet and mm-hmm. that's, it almost, I've, I've, don't get me wrong and we'll come on to this later, but I have tried some weird diets in my time and I'm not knocking anybody for trying them because 
each to their own. Everyone finds a different way of being comfortable in their body. But I think over time, I've accepted that you cannot be on a diet full time. It's a lifestyle change. And you can healthy eat and you can have a certain way of eating and looking after yourself, which some people may coin as a diet, but it's not that sort of crash term of I'm going to, you know, lose four stone in three days. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's not that, which is what the word diet has actually been, you know, predominantly mm-hmm. linked with. And I actually Googled um the term and I was trying to find if there were ways online that it's it started talking about um quick ways to lose weight because I thought well you know talk about maintainable ways to lose weight and if you just type the word quickest into google in the top three answers is the quickest way to lose weight now actually when you click onto it the top non-paid response is from google is the nhs and it's got all of those sort of decent things that you should be doing to lose weight but in in a healthy way Mm. but paid responses at the top and if you put in diet into google that's a that's whole other world of things because it just throws up all these sponsored um ads of yes lose this much weight and look how good we are and slimming pills and it doesn't ever seem to lean towards what you've talked about which is that healthy lifestyle Mm. and also the diet needed for certain medical reasons as well. Mm. It's always sort of linked with that negative or maybe not negative. I don't know if that's the wrong turn of phrase. What do you think? No, I think you're absolutely right. You hit the nail on the head when you said, you know, every single one of us has a diet and that's what we eat. All of us have diets, but Mm. the connotations attached to the word diet now. So when you say, hear someone say, I'm on a diet, it's automatic. Like, right, you're restricted in some things. You can't eat some, some of that. You can't have this. You can't have that. So you're absolutely right. The connotations attached to that are very much, well, why are you doing it? You know, well, what's, is it for weight loss? And that, when I hear someone says, say they are on a diet, that I must admit, the first thing is, you know, obviously that's going to be for, for a weight loss or what you perceive as weight that you need in to lose. Um, so I think you're right, the negative connotations, because having to lose weight, and I think I'll, I'll touch on this later on, but um, the whole morbidly obese factor and dieting to save someone's life and to medical. Mm -hmm. That aside, people going on diets, and we talked about this in a previous episode of Body Weight and Body Image, the impact is if what you're supposed to look like, and that's the slim center. So that for me is where the diet comes in because it's all part of that industry. And as you said, the adverts that come up, the slimming pills and all that, look thinner, look more attractive, look like this. And for me, that's, that's how they're linked. Yeah. And it's, it is a lot of these websites I've found um, are quite damaging in that sense, aren't they? They're very, um, especially the, the companies that run and obviously their marketing, they have to advertise their product to show, you know, what people can look like, but is it always the healthiest way of doing things? Probably not. Um, And I know we'll talk about with some statistics later on, but I thought it would be a good opportunity to discuss some of the different types of diet. And so I've I've picked a couple of regular ones that you would hear about, but I've also picked a couple of extreme ones and I know you've done the same. So tell me what you found. So I've I've gone extreme because I wanted to see (laughs) the dark side of diets. Um, 
So this one is, um, I have never come across such a pushy website, I have to say. So I will- Are you going to name and shame? I'm not going to name and shame, but I will name the diet and you can search from there. Okay. So this is called the snake juice diet. Oh, yes, I found that. Yes. You found this one? Yeah. Okay, so it's become quite famous over the years because, you know, it does, well, it does as its purpose. It, it does enable drastic weight loss. Um, however, it is highly controversial. I mean, the fact you're calling it snake juice, is, <laughs> you know, does, doesn't sound good. Does it? it doesn't sound very appealing, does it? <laughs> no. <laughs> You'll also be able to Google it. It's called snake dieting as well. So the snake juice diet is kind of a facet of, of snake dieting because um, it mirrors the way that a reptile eats. Stay with me. So it basically a healthy diet of mice. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Once squeeze. every 10 days. Constrict and squeeze your food. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so basically it takes fasting to the extreme. Um, so people on this diet, they're encouraged to fast for really long periods of time between their meals on the basis that will help them lose weight. Um, and they're just disturbingly pushy website and I looked at a couple of things in relation to this diet and it was quite aggressive I have to say so verbatim snake diet is a fasting focused lifestyle that promotes active uh, proactive eating let's take a moment to unpack this for you we will talk fast we when we talk fasting we mean totally abstaining from food or consuming calories alarm alarm red flag red flag red flag (laughs) During fasting periods, the only thing being consumed is snake juice. Alarm, oh, alarm. Like <laughs> water. Ah. Being in a fasted state is the only way to access the fat stores around your body. You are literally a walking buffet, and it is through fasting that fat is broken down and metabolized by the body. A walking buffet. <laughs> so what? <laughs> it's awful, isn't it? So what about eating? The snake diet promotes proactive eating. Proactive eating refers to intentional and deliberate eating windows. The snake diet feeding windows is a tight one to two hours. The snake diet is a results-based diet. I like that little kind of push just there. Mm -hmm. We promote fasting protocols that result in fat loss, followed by maintenance routine to sustain your your goal weight. During fasting periods, you are totally abstaining from any calorie consumption. The only thing consumed is snake juice. Would you like to know what snake juice is? I, yeah, well, I'm intrigued, but sounds gross, but go on. So it's two liters of water. Okay. A teaspoon of potassium chloride, a teaspoon of baking soda, half a teaspoon of Epsom salts, and half a teaspoon of Himalayan pink salt. Is it, hold on, firstly... I mean, the whole thing sounds horrendous, but is it actually safe to consume Epsom salts? I thought that was the stuff you bathed in if you've, it you're is. injured. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's quite disturbing, right? I thought when you were going to, you talked about snake juice in my in my head, and obviously it wouldn't be this, but in my head I had like one of these cans of like an energy drink. Oh no no no! Like, yeah. and it sounds quite like like filled with lots of chemicals, but like, ooh, yeah, if you can only have that. Well, at least it'll taste nice. And actually, no, it won't. No, no. <laughs> and nutritionists, because, you know, I do my research. Yep. Uh, nutritionists have said that there is categorically absolutely nothing good about this diet. 
I think we so must that, have been looking at this same website because it's got it on here as well. Nine out of 10, extreme. Yeah. Yeah. Awful. And it was really pushy. And that's what disturbed me more is this tire. I mean, even verbatim, that's dangerous. You know, just, yeah, there's nothing good that can come of that. I know. And I know we'll come on to this later, but, you know, people talk about drastically losing weight and something Mm. like that you're putting your body into starvation mode you know and chances are yes you're going to drop weight Mm. as soon as you start eating normally you're going to put it straight back on again and that's not a healthy way to maintain anything and like think about what I must be doing to your body Mm. So how, yeah. how frequently can you, can you can one or two hours a day, you can have that drink and then yeah. nothing else. Is that it? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. grim. That's absolutely grim. It's really extreme. And obviously when you go on it and you lose the weight, it could become an addictive process because of course you're going to lose weight on this diet. You're starving your body of what it needs. And it has put it into that famine state where it is going to eat the body's fat restores and fat reserves. That's not necessarily a good thing. No. And also your body's going to go into that starvation mode mm. where it thinks, I don't know when I'm going to be able to eat next. I'm mm. going to store stuff, which mm. is yeah, the complete opposite of what people are trying to do. I, it just sounds, it sounds horrific. I've found one which sounds a little bit more pleasant, but it's almost just as straight extreme. Um, it's called the strawberry diet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were definitely on the same website, weren't we? Yeah. Great, minds, great minds and all that. Um, and this is basically, I, I just, I, I can't, yeah, I've, I'm, I'm lost for words, basically. The, the line that's given with this is, this is where someone lives on nothing but strawberries to lose weight quickly. Okay. Um, now I'm sure I'm not the only one that's had excessive consumption of fruit at one point <laughs> or another and what that does to one's digestive system. So obviously you're going to lose weight, aren't you? Because stuff's happening without being too graphic. But it says while strawberries are very healthy, eating them alone isn't only unsustainable, but you'll miss out on all the other vital elements of a balanced diet. And be very, very hungry. Eight out of 10 on the extreme scale. Like, I can understand why you might think, oh, strawberries. But then you're going to eat just strawberries for one day and think, Mm -hmm. oh, I don't care if I never see another strawberry again. And spend most of the time on the toilet. It just doesn't make sense to me. I like strawberries. Do I want Mm. strawberries for every meal for every day? Not entirely sure on that. Did you come across the website that was literally promoting the strawberry diet, though? Oh, Did no. You see it? No, I okay, didn't. I'm going to send is that, you. Is that a company? Um, it may have been, um, but I'm trying to send you a picture because um, the picture on their website, oh, it won't let me send it. But basically, this picture is a strawberry with an arrow saying, eat this. And under it, it says, slim like this. And it's pointing to this beautiful woman who is very, you know, very slender in a, in a bikini, um, quite ripped, you know, absolutely gorgeous. The strawberry diet explained. And it is the most offensive <laughs> photo on this website that advocates the strawberry diet. And it even names Victoria Beckham as being, you know, swearing by it, is an advocate, you know, only eats strawberries, 
does she have you knocked on the door and asked her <laughs> only strawberries I I can't I, you know and there are so many different diets on this website that I think we were both on and you only need to just read through it to to see that it's basically asking you to restrict your way of eating to one or two items of food um I mean, there's one called the maple syrup diet. Mm. I mean, that's that sounds amazing, but it, I mean, it's not. It's a and apparently, Beyonce reportedly went on the maple syrup diet to lose weight for her role in Dreamgirls, and is said to have lost half a stone. But it's hardly sustainable for even just a day. It's also known as the lemon diet. It was invented by a naturopath um, over thirty years ago ago and it involves a detox drink which is made up of two tablespoons of natural tree syrup with two tablespoons of freshly squeezed lemon juice some cayenne pepper or ginger and half a pint of hot or cold water and the the diet suggests that you drink it six to nine times a day but that's it like again i'm sure all of these diets will take you to a point where you are sitting on the toilet for a significant amount of time each day and therefore of course you're going to lose the weight and won't that make you go a bit mad like just yeah because I don't know about you but when I haven't had something to eat my mental state just yeah I get brain fog and I don't feel very well so sustaining just that that syrupy drink just yeah that doesn't sound healthy for for mind or body it, it does actually say whilst the weight loss is said to be quick the list of side effects is long from diarrhea to headaches from nausea to mental irritability along with just being constantly and permanently hungry it's a pretty radical way to lose weight even the creators themselves advised against it as a weight loss technique in the long term for obvious reasons oh dear if the if the inventors are saying dude don't do this long term but <laughs> don't touch it so they don't want to be accountable for anyone going extreme and being hospitalized I I just I just don't understand it and I Mm. I know I know the culture of sort of the 80s 90s before healthy eating was a real um I don't know like the concept seems to have changed doesn't it Mm. especially since sort of like around about the millennium and you get healthy eating and it's like, right, well, this is really, this is a really healthy way of eating mm. versus right. Cutting out actual whole food groups, like the Atkins diet, which every, everyone knows what the Atkins diet is, isn't it? Just cutting out carbs, but actually your body needs carbs for mm. energy. So why would you cut out our bodies are designed to have a healthy balance of all the food groups, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Do you want to hear the most extreme diet I came across? I do. I do. Okay. Viewers, beware. This is quite grim. We should have, we should have said we do not endorse any of this. We do not endorse any <laughs> of these extreme diets in the slightest, especially this one. Oh, now I'm intrigued. Tell me. This tell is me. not a do-it-yourself one either. Oh, okay. So it's called the tapeworm diet. Oh, it sounds grim. If Tape, anyone... Tapeworm. Yeah. If anyone wants to fast forward the next 15, 20 seconds, then please do, because it, it, it's not <laughs> pleasant. So this is beyond extreme. 
you know, in, in a way to lose to lose weight. But you eat a tapeworm or the larva of a tapeworm so it can grow inside you. <laughs> Your face. <laughs> um, so basically what the tapeworm then does is it, it grows, okay? And it reduces the calories that your body can absorb. So you can still eat the same amount, but you're losing weight because you're feeding your tapeworm. Sorry. Do you give it, do you give it a name? Well, you can give it a name. Toby. 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 Toby tapeworm. Yeah. That's horrendous. Um, so, you know, the, ex, the experts, you know, were pretty clear that there's a literal parasite living in your gastrointestinal system. Um, the tapeworm eats and gobbles up all the food and nutrients that actually you need. So it's, it's almost like having a tapeworm baby. <laughs> it's sucking in all the nutrients, but actually you need those nutrients yourself. Um so yeah, of course you, you do lose weight due to lack of nourishment. Um, but there are side effects like nausea, diarrhea, fatigue, abdominal pain, you know, having something living inside your body. Um, so yeah, it, it can cause really serious vitamin and mineral deficiencies as well. Um, and it can get really bad where you can get um, bone, bone pain. Um, Cause obviously it's sucking all the goodness that your body needs um, and obviously extreme stress um okay so hear me out <laughs> here we go <laughs> yes sir i'm not i'm not a tapeworm expert by the way <laughs> um surely if you're just going to put something into your body which is going to consume everything that you eat why would you be eating the food in the first place why would you put an alien being into your body mm. to eat everything that could be oh that's making me feel really really grim it's not fixing Oof. it's fixing the problem if you want to lose the weight but all the caveats is it's not healthy it's extremely dangerous and it's not fixing the problem in that behaviorally and psychologically why are you losing the weight to begin with because you're not changing any habits you're just smashing in the same food so if you're a fast food addict you're still smashing in that food and the calories but toby the tapeworm is having an absolute disco in your stomach by eating any of the goodness if there is any from any of those meals that so is horrific yeah <laughs> that i can't do, do they do is it um like who endorses this where, do, it, where it's a i know it's a guaranteed method well not guaranteed it, it's a method that you can, you where, can where do you buy tapeworms and this is the caveat of don't do you know diy don't go that, on amazon and that try must and mean that people yeah. do it for you Mm-mm. which means there are companies which do we'll do this yeah a non-safe I, that's yeah. i that's blown my brain up to get rid of the tapeworm you can take uh pills or gels and so on that will actually then break the tapeworm down nope um <laughs> what, what if it lays larvae in your stomach though like more tapeworms just breeding to ta- oh that's horrendous that's the worst thing you've ever told me vicky i don't want to talk about this anymore um, <laughs> you're welcome folks <laughs> that's awful anyone who switched on after 15 seconds by the way um sorry about that because you know you definitely still would have been well well into that um 
before we before we go on to our personal experience of diets and the way we've eaten I thought it would be good to um I can't I don't know if I can even carry on after sorry that. um <laughs> it's to debunk some um dieting myths because I've heard a lot of people and like friends of mine over the years got lots and lots of friends I've you know one of my statistics that I was going to say later but I'll say it now um two-thirds of the UK adult population are on a diet at any one time and that's that's a lot isn't it I mean I only need to sort of throw a net out to maybe 10 of my friends I know that sort of four or five of them at least will definitely be on diets or some form of you know this is how I'm going to restrict my eating this is how I want to lose weight um but some of the things that I've heard over the years and some of the things that I've read and thought, oh, my God, oh, that sounds good. I'll do that um, before I got a little bit more uh, with it and started reading and understanding a bit more um, were certain myths. So um, I've, I've got a couple of myths here and I'm sure you've picked up some as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, my first one is um, you can target certain areas of your body with weight loss. Now, as someone who has predominantly been a little bit rotund um, throughout her life, um, I've always, um, I've, fa- I've not found it easy to lose weight in the past, but certainly losing weight off of other areas. As soon as I start to lose weight, I lose it off my face and off my sort of chest and front, my shoulders area. And mm. I always sort of start to look slimmer there. Comes off my legs, my arms, stomach. I'm always like, come on, man. This is the only place that I really want to lose it. Let's go. (laughs) And it doesn't, it doesn't seem to want to shift. Now it's much harder to shift belly fat anyway, but there are a lot of diets out there that say, if you want to shift belly fat, this is how you should eat. (laughs) Or if you want to get a smaller bum, or if you want to reduce your bingo wings, absolutely no diet will ever do that. And you can go to the gym and tone up certain areas to sort of give you more definition but you cannot specifically target weight loss and that that for me when I found that out I think I was probably maybe in my early 20s and I was like oh damn it Mm. really really want to lose my stomach weight and it's just not a thing you just have to keep persevering and just Mm. keep keep eating sensibly so uh yeah that's my first myth debunked it's interesting because my myth actually follows on from that And you'll probably go, oh, yeah, that because a lot of the diets that do target difficult areas, they're often saying about certain foods that can burn fat or make it dissolve. So things like grapefruit, cayenne pepper or vinegar, um, there are no foods that can burn fat or make you lose weight more quickly or increase your metabolism enough for it to have an effect for you to lose weight from it. So I know a lot of diets are kind of, you know, target stomach fat, eat more of these acids, you know, eat more grapefruit, eat more of this. It's, it's baloney. Increasing those things are not going to have any more, um, I was going to say effectivity. That is such not a word. That is not a word at all, is it? Um, It's not going to be Efficacy? Efficacy? That's a word, isn't it? We'll go with that. Um, So diets that focus on one single food, like, you know, grapefruit, cayenne pepper and are restrictive in others that they're just not, they're just not going to work that it's just completely unsustainable. Um, and it'll only work if you look across all food groups as well. So yeah, don't rely on grapefruit, anything acidic, cayenne pepper or vinegar that will burn fat. Yeah. Yeah. But I like how, I like how you described it as baloney. 
A baloney. <laughs> bit, bit of a <laughs> tribute to Bianca there. Um, right. Now, this, I, I could quite easily believe why some people would believe this would be the case. Slimming pills and slimming teas are safe and effective for weight loss. Now, you go into somewhere like Boots, who do sell these products, and you could quite easily think, well, if Boots are selling it, mm-hmm. it must be safe. Now, a lot of these unprescribed uh, weight loss products, um, even if you can buy them from a shop, contain ingredients that could be harmful to your health. Um, And it it just says the most effective way of losing weight is reducing the number of calories that you eat and drink and be more physically active. Now, that's the underlying line there, isn't it? It's all about just being careful with what you consume, Mm -hmm. how much you consume, and make sure you're being physically active. That doesn't mean going to the gym three times a day, Mm -hmm. but there is quite a straightforward tried and tested method. Mm -hmm. But people are so desperate, I think, to lose weight um, when they get into that mindset. Mm -hmm. And it's something you touched on earlier is about a lot of people want to lose weight and want to look a certain way and the extreme dieting doesn't actually address why that is. And yeah. it's why, why do you have like for me, when we talked about it with body weight and body image, I said, I've never, I've never liked my body and I've never looked at it and gone. Yeah. I want to slap on a bikini today. I feel great. And, you know, for me, so when I I started my sort of journey with dieting, I was constantly thinking, right, what can I do to lose and get a really good hit behind the weight loss Mm. and then think, right, well, I'll eat healthy after that. And then, of course, you don't. You do an extreme diet for Mm. a couple of weeks and then you're like, oh, I've lost loads of weight. And then you're like back drinking cider and black. (laughs) Back in the day, back in my uni days. I was going to say, when was that? Oh, yeah, yeah. I used to be able to drink eight pints of cider and black when I was in uni and and still be standing. Now I'm like, firstly, the gas that's involved in cider and black. I could have like a pint and a half and I'm like, oh, I need to sit down now. Maybe that's my age. So, yeah. So back to the original point, slimming pills and teas are not safe for um, uh, weight loss. I'll talk about her later, but um, Jamelia Jamil, oh, what, oh, I love what her. a ledge. Um, she did a massive campaign against uh, diet teas and so on um, because she acknowledged how dangerous they were because of not only the ingredients, but the um, advertising and marketing behind it in that just incorporate it into your life. It's a really easy way. It's herbal it's, and it's, no, it's, it's really damaging, but I'll mention her. Wasn't, wasn't there one a couple of years ago that actually stopped the contraceptive pill working? Like ski or something. Bell. Yeah. I don't that know. Does ring a bell. I can't remember what it was, but people said because of what, whatever was in it, it's like St. John's yeah. Wort or something. And it was stopping the contraceptive pill working. Oh my days. This is, see, this is another reason why you don't want any pills or supplements because yeah and remember all of our bodies are completely different as well so the effects are going to be completely different as well um so my final meth debunked is oh i've got two which one should i choose oh um okay i'll choose this one because i was 40 years old when i learned this i'm 40 so that's how you don't look it I know I look much older that's stress um (laughs) so a a detox diet will not clean toxins out of your body now I've always been right I need to detox I need to just feel fresh get all the crap out of my body 
I was today years old until I realized that's not a thing. So there is little evidence that any diets can actually cleanse any of the things that, that are promised. Um, the, the fact is that you don't need to purchase a product to cleanse your body, your liver, kidneys, your gastrointestinal tract. They all do a good job of doing that naturally every day. That's what they're for. That's what your body employs them for. That you know, they're, they're detoxes, they're natural detoxes. Um, so, you know, if you're looking for a way to rejuvenate your body, they recommend, you know, just focus on eating more whole foods, drinking more water, loads of water, at least two liters. Yeah. And then um, removing any high processed food from your diet, because that can actually really affect your brain chemicals as well. So they're too much salt, too much high processed, processed fat, get my teeth around that. Um, so, yeah, detox diets and your version of detoxing does not work. That's really interesting because I'm going to come on and talk to some about that in my personal experiences uh, oh. shortly. I know, I know. Um, things you learn, eh? Yeah. So that kind of leads me on really to the next point, which is talking about our own personal experiences. And just based on what you've just said about debunking that myth, I actually went on a detox retreat. Um, it was in a place in Spain. And it was bought for Neil and I as a wedding gift. And I'd never done anything like this before. And I was like, well, this is the perfect opportunity. Because I thought, actually, much like yourself, you talk about going on a detox, cleansing everything out of you so that you can almost start afresh. It's like wiping the slate clean. And it? it's that opportunity mm-hmm. to say, right, all the crap's out of my body. Here I go. And now this was a, I think it was a four-day retreat. And you arrived and honestly, the spa that it was in was just beautiful. It was amazing. So peaceful, right up in the hills in Spain. Absolutely gorgeous. And you arrived on your first day and you got your meal and then that was it. You were juicing for the rest of the day and they gave you, um, sorry, the rest of the time that you did this section and they gave you all these different juices that had all these different things in what helped to cleanse your system. So like Mm. lots of turmeric, apple lemon juice apple cider vinegar all of those sorts of things and also every day you did a colonic enema oh interesting um with with wait for it coffee oh no doesn't coffee do that anyway like yeah but but if you drink coffee from the other end gotcha gotcha yeah no I've never done anything like that before and I was like I was convinced when I went there I was like I'm not gonna do it I did it and I was like Oh, okay, I can see why people do that. <laughs> was it warm coffee or cold coffee? It was warm, but okay. only like sort of very like tepid. Oh gosh. Okay. Thing. But honestly, there were people there because you sort of start and there are other people there doing it at the same time as you. And these people were like seasoned detox retreaters. And I was just like, oh, I don't know if I can do this. And they were like, oh, honestly, it's fine. You do it. And for anyone that hasn't had this, um, it's not the most comfortable and it involves putting warm coffee up your bum and then allowing it to sort of do its stuff in your intestinal tract. And then you sit on the toilet and it's supposed to flush everything out. Honestly, these people were like, oh yeah, you know, you put it up there and then you sort of, you just clench your bum and you could just walk around for a little bit in your, in your bedroom. I'm like, there is absolutely no way that's happening whatsoever um but questions I have so many questions so 
you're trusted to clench your buttocks and just are, are you are you praying to the toilet gods or I I think it's people that are used to it because my question was once you put because you've got like um okay well, I'm, I'm in it now so I might as well tell you yeah, how just go for it yeah. yeah so it's almost like a drip bag one that you would get on like an IV mm. and it's filled up with warm coffee I think you get mm-hmm. about two liters and you put it on a hook and it's got a tube that comes down you put the tube in your bum mm-hmm. not pleasant and for someone that's never put anything in their bum <laughs> it was it was not the most enjoyable um and so you put it you put it in your bum and then you release the valve and it flushes the warm coffee right into your system uh-huh. and then because I was, my question was what if you overfill and they say you won't because it's just going to feel like you're really full oh. like it, yeah I know now then they say you take it out and you're supposed to either lay there for a little bit or you can get mm-hmm. up and allow it to sort of mush itself around clenching and then as when you've held it for as long as you can, you sit on the toilet. I don't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I know. It's like the tapeworm all over again. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to step back just a little bit. Why coffee? Why is coffee supposed to be better than just water? Well, I don't know. And I wish I'd asked this because actually the whole thing about this detox, when you detox, you're not supposed to have any caffeine. So yeah, what's the benefit? Did you feel energized? No, (laughs) I felt like I didn't want to do it again. Um, Once was enough to say, I've ticked the box, I've done it, I've given myself clear out, great job done. Um, It was not for me, but I can see why people do it because actually, you know, you do feel cleared out afterwards, Mm. but I don't know what the benefit is of warm coffee. You could also do it with warm tea if they felt that coffee would be too harsh for your system, like if you had IBS and stuff like that. So it's, yeah, it's the weirdest thing. But after those sort of four days of doing juicing and stuff, I did actually feel very fresh. It wasn't Mm -hmm. really about weight loss for me. It was about trying to reset my body. And I did Mm -hmm. actually feel, I mean, the setting helped because it was very calm and very relaxing there. But I did feel like I was fresher and ready to come back. And I was like more motivated because I was kind of like, right, I don't want to ruin the good work. I'm going to eat clean I'm gonna eat fresh I'm gonna eat healthy you know and it did it did last for a good couple of months but you know like you say it doesn't actually doesn't actually do anything if you're not flushing the toxins out of your body so your skin didn't glow no no it did it did yeah I mean everything was everything was so much healthier after that because you are literally taking away anything processed I don't eat a lot of processed stuff anyway, but you know, anything that was manufactured, it was all just pure juices and herbs. Yeah. And my skin looked good. My hair was good. My nails were growing. Everything was great. Yeah. But there was no way because they gave you a little booklet and they said, you know, you can do this when you get home. There's absolutely no way you can maintain something like that back home. Well, you probably don't have a drip and a tube to stick up your rear end. You can buy them on eBay. Oh, good grief. Okay. <laughs> I checked. I was like, what? like, is that a thing that people do in their own homes? Yeah. Yes, it is. So it kind of goes back to what we were saying that actually detoxes don't 
work, you're just eating a more healthy concoction that is actually helping your detox, your, the organs that help you detox to work better. Would you agree yeah. with that? Yeah. Right. Okay. I, I think it, I don't necessarily think, you know, like in terms of the phrase detox, it makes it sounds like, it makes it sound like what I thought it was, which yeah, is that yeah. you're starting from scratch again mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you're not because actually to strip out everything that your body has created and done for you mm. is supposed to be, you know, it, it, that's just not the way the body works. Mm. But I've spoken to people since that have regular colonic irrigation. Mm. Don't think I could do that. I really don't think I could do that because that's a much more, it's a proper process. Cause I'd have a lot more questions. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to do that just so you can ask, ask questions. I'm not, no. like, well, well, you know, we, we do, Maybe you should do it. Cause I've done the enema. You should do it and take one for the team and we can <laughs> do... research. Yeah. yeah absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll even pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> that's terribly kind. Yeah, I I've know. got a birthday coming up. <laughs> Um, but I do think it's a good chance for your body to reset. Yeah. But it, it, but there are so many, again, there are a lot of detox products on the market mm. now. And I'm, I'm not going to name names, but there is one that's very mainstream. And it's often sold by people who, you know, um, franchise the, um, the product. Mm-hmm. And they sell it, you know, on their Facebook pages and stuff like that. Um, and I know a couple of people that have used it and said, I lost loads of weight but it's that as soon as you go back to that Mm. normal way of life yeah and it and it's how how extensive is that detox I guess Mm. the one that I had was an entire and it was a mind and body so you sort of did yoga Mm. and stuff like that so it was really stepping out of your everyday life Mm. and detoxing your mind and body so I get I get the purpose of things like that but I don't know if a detox back home for weight loss purposes is actually going to because the whole yo-yo diet which is essentially what some of this is isn't it when you detox you detox for like four or five days you maybe only drink certain drinks that are provided by said companies or you might only drink uh you know, water and be on a raw food diet with fr- fresh fruit and veg. There are lots of different ways of doing these detoxes, but as soon as you go back mm. to old habits, you're just going to go back to square one. It's about it's a healthy lifestyle, isn't it? Yeah. And I think the diets, when they're started immediately, it's difficult to make it routine because it is so completely different. Habits are bore out of things that you change perhaps slowly over time mm-hmm. or that you are meant <clears throat> excuse me mentally prepared for yeah um and with diets it's i'll start on monday and there's very little mental preparation of right behaviorally how am i going to cope with this what hmm. positive things do i need to start um you know almost like like cbt you know taking those negative thoughts and kind of replacing them with positive to make the diet a lot easier because it's from a behavioral standpoint, you've been so used to having a diet as a habit, your day-to-day habit that, you know, from Monday, you're not going to be able to just change years and years of habit just yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, and it's comfortable, you know, your way of life has been comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And it, it leads me on to two, two diets that I did back in the day when I was in my early 20s impressionable um and uh, one was the special k diet 
Mm. We only ate Special K. Oh my goodness. I remember that being advertised. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Special K breakfast and lunch and then a healthy dinner. Dinner. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. How did they get away with that? I don't know. I don't know. But again, it was that sort of late 90s, early 2000s. And it was the same with the Slim Fast. I did Slim Fast, which Mm. I mean, I don't know what percentage of the population have probably tried it. But again, I I I started both of those. Like, you know, you say start on a Monday and the mental preparation. I was just like, right bought Slim Fast or bought my special K and I'm like yes Monday morning breakfast Monday morning lunch and I know specifically on the Slim Fast one I passed out one of the days because my body just wasn't used Mm. to it didn't Mm. you know it wasn't like weaning myself off the number of calories that I had Mm. it was just boom you're Mm. only going to eat this and that's it and that's not healthy no so funny in the early it must have been either late 80s or early 90s when Slim Fast first came out and my mum jumped on that bandwagon and it was around the time of Kalinetics. I don't know if anyone else has heard. It's like, it's kind of at home aerobics kind mm-hmm. of, yeah. And I remember she would, you know, we're going to go on the slim fast diet. Okay, mum. So she'd have her shake. You know, I've had my shake. Okay, okay. And then she'd go and do her Kalinetics video in the front room. She'd come going, oh, that was hard work. I think I've burnt off that shake. I'll have another shake. And so she'd have another shake. Even though- <laughs> so it's that whole brain thing. It's kind of, she was obviously really hungry. She's out of routine. Yeah. It, 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 it I've earned this. I've earned another shake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. But I, I, in my early twenties, I went on the Atkins. Mm-hmm. I jumped on that bandwagon and it's quite so the first two weeks are basically the prep your body so that's very much literally just protein and now I don't eat meat looking back it's you know I I don't know how I did it but yeah it's just protein so that's your eggs your meat fish that's it for two weeks pretty much nothing but protein and then you start introducing um a really low amount of carbs it's something like 20 grams on an average day we eat something like 200 or something. Um, it's, it's basically, it's really minimal, but it includes vegetables and things like that. So you can imagine this diet isn't particularly healthy because it's not balanced. So for me, I lost a lot of weight on the Atkins. Mm. Um, but much like you, I was prone to fainting, um, because in the beginning you have no energy because mm-hmm. you're literally just processing protein. Um, so you're quite low energy and then you do get a surge of energy, but then it kind of just doesn't really go anywhere. Yeah. So um, if you want to be really, really active, the, the Atkins diet isn't for you. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't recommend, <clears throat> excuse me, going on the Atkins diet mainly. I mean, only because my own preference, because I don't eat, um, I don't eat meat now. I eat fish. Yeah. Um, but I don't eat meat now. Um, that's personal choice. Um, but yeah, with everyone kind of being encouraged not to eat meat now because mm-hmm. of carbon footprints and, you know, just kind of animal, um, animal welfare and things like that. Um, yeah, the Atkins is a bit problematic if you put all the political points on top of it as and environmental yeah. points on top of it as well. But as a diet, it was effective in losing weight. But longevity, yeah. no. As soon as I stopped, the weight came back on. And that wasn't necessarily yeah. a bad thing. It was just my body going, oh, thank God you're giving me a potato. Yeah. You know, it's it was... Yeah. 
Yeah. Eat another one. Eat another one. <laughs> yeah, no, and it's that it's, it takes you back to that whole cutting out an entire food group as well, doesn't mm. it? Like I have discovered over the years, it's taken me a long time to work it out because I do suffer from things like um, irritable bowel syndrome and stuff like that. Um, but also I was diagnosed with polycystic ovaries back in uh, 2020. And you are more susceptible to weight gain and you have to find something that works for you now because there's mm. insulin resistance in, um, uh, that's associated with PCOS. You've got to be careful, really, really careful about what you consume. And so I've done a lot of research. And for me, I tend to work on a basis of a really balanced diet and just making sure I'm eating clean and fresh. So mm-hmm. I don't tend to eat processed meats or very, very rarely. Um, I limit my red meat intake, lots and lots of fish, lots of vegetables. I cook all my meals, but I do it on an intermittent fasting basis. And it's not for everyone, but it does work for some people. And some people have sort of said, oh, you know, yeah, but I like going out for dinner in the evening. I think, well, you can still do that. You just start eating later. Mm. And I was, I got into a routine with it. So again, it was a change in the lifestyle and it was getting up each morning going for a run and then coming back getting on with a bit of work and then before you knew it it was time for lunch which was when I could start eating Mm. and then I had a balanced lunch a balanced dinner and then I start the cycle again Mm. and it really worked for me and but it's only because I'm not cutting out anything you know and even every so often it was like well you know we're going out so I want to treat myself to a couple of glasses of wine I knew I could do that because they say that's the 90, 90% of diets fail because people fall off the wagon because diets are too restrictive. And they say, you can't have yeah. this or you can't have that. Mm. Whereas, cause the body craves, doesn't it? It craves yep. certain things. So if you cut something out it and your body's used to eating it, it only makes sense that it's going to say, no, eat me, eat me. Mm. And you know, it was a case of, right. Okay. I'm going to have a couple of glasses of wine tonight. Okay. No, just got to be extra careful with what I'm putting in my body for the following week. Mm-hmm. And I tracked it all with my fitness pal. And that as well was helpful because it really highlights just what you're putting in your body, not just calories, yeah. but how many carbs, how much salt, how mm-hmm. much fat, how much of that fat is saturated fat. Mm-hmm. And I think when you start to highlight what you're actually putting in your body, mm-hmm. And you're not being aware of it. It's quite alarming because you think, whoa, you know, maybe I need to start taking a bit more, paying a bit more attention here. And it's only when you realize that for me, when I realized Mm. I was like, right, I need to do something about this. And that's Mm. when my attitude changed. And I was like, right, just a more rounded, balanced, healthy diet Mm. with the occasional treat day here or there, or a little treat meal or whatever works really well for me. It doesn't work for everyone, Mm. but you've got to find what works for you, haven't you? Do you find as well, like following on from that with how you uh, allow treat meals and, uh, you know, those kind of things. For me in particular, it's taken me a long, 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 long time to get out of this routine. But beating myself up is you you had that extra chocolate. What were you thinking? Right. No dessert tonight. And it's that almost self-punishment of you you know you shouldn't have had that much. That was that was naughty. You're going to you're going to put on a pound because of that um yeah no you know extreme no food tomorrow then no, nothing nothing fatty tomorrow then and there's that self-punishment process yeah. that comes with dieting 
that can like you said if you're restricting yourself you've made it forbidden so if you do you know fall off the wagon and have something psychologically it's quite damaging because you've made it forbidden and yes. so the, the the mental damage that comes along with diets and how you're approaching it for me it took me a long long time mm-hmm. and even now I still you know go back to that self-punishment of oh my god I ate you know four biscuits with my tea as just a snack that was wrong there's a full bowl of fruit there right yeah no no biscuits for the next week yeah gonna be healthy gonna be clean but that kind of self-flagellation is just it's really bad it is and that's why I think you've got to be on the right sort of healthy balanced lifestyle that Mm. works for you and that's why it's got to be balanced and you've got to allow yourself those things because like you say Mm. if you say right chocolate's my weakness no chocolate then Mm. it but you love chocolate you know we can't we don't have chocolate in the house that frequently Mm. because Neil can't not eat it he loves (laughs) it he absolutely loves it and I'm the same um so we're like right you know we won't have chocolate in the house because otherwise we'll just eat it and then we'll feel Mm. bad but it comes from probably years and years of trying to find something that works for me and thinking, right, well, if I do eat a chocolate bar, right, okay, say Friday night, we're going to have a nice meal and then we're going to sit in front of the TV, watch a film and we're going to have like a share bar of chocolate or a grab bag of minstrels. Fine. Because you kind of, you're allowing yourself that treat yeah. and it's it's that mindset. It's not down mm. to your diet or what it's down to your personal Mm. mindset and if you're just gonna like you say keep punishing yourself you'll Mm. never you'll never succeed in any diet because you're always you're always giving yourself a hard time yeah there has to be a balance there really does you've gone into a diet with already okay this is a sweeping statement and those who want to lose weight are going into it with a potentially negative approach in that I want to lose the weight. So you've already set a target that if you're not going to achieve, you've got the potential there of, you know, uh, feeling let down, yeah. disappointed. So you're already starting from a point, depending on the mindset, because some people are like, I'm going to aim for it. Oh, not quite this week. Okay, keep going. Yeah. But a lot of friends and something that I've spoken to, it's more, oh God, you know, went in for the way in. Yeah, didn't make it. And it's, you know, it's it can be quite self-defeating. Um, so I, as we said right at the beginning, diet can have negative mm-hmm. um, thoughts. Ne- you know, the, the whole thing about diets can feel quite negative. Yeah. yeah. Um, we could talk about this forever. Should we get onto the facts? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Throw, throw some facts at me. Right. So um, weight loss brands. Okay. So they have spent a lot of money on advertising across TV, digital and print formats. So get this, it reached 286 million between January and June. So that's how much weight loss brands were spending on advertising. 286 million between January and June 2021. Okay. Now that was up 89% compared to the same period last year. And wait for it, this is... It's reported that there was an 120% increase in year-on-year spending on weight loss ads on Facebook. Now, do you think that has a direct correlation with COVID? I was thinking the same thing because we were coming out of a lockdown in early 2021, weren't we? And it was kind of like, oh gosh, we're going to see each other in 3D again. Yeah. 
that's shocking yeah that's really shocking it is shocking and I I actually picked up on um some a survey which was from 2021 which um surveyed 5,000 adults and 80% of people aged over, over the age of 18 had made the decision to change their lifestyle in 2021 eight in ten adults decided to modify their lifestyle with seven in ten saying that they're motivated to make healthier lifestyle changes due to covid probably does correlate then doesn't it but if you factor in the push uh push communications you know the push marketing yeah, yeah. particularly with things like facebook you know 120 percent increase on the spending of advertising weight loss products on on facebook that all sounds like pretty much chicken and egg doesn't it yeah yeah it does and you know when you when you think about what the start of lockdown was like and neil and i were talking about it the other day and saying you know it was that that initial excitement of oh no one can go out mm. oh right what we're we gonna do with our days and you know it went from a couple of people you know would you know you'd have it have a drink on the weekend or whatever and you'd be like oh it's thursday night and we've we're still in the house let's have a beer right and it sort of it builds from there and then you think oh should we just cook a really nice meal because we're we're in all weekend let's cook three courses and let's mm. eat all the chocolate and stuff and yeah you know we were probably exercising a little bit more because we were out walking the dogs more than normal and stuff like that but yeah we were definitely living it up in those first couple mm. of months and I personally was like whoa I have chunked out you know <laughs> and and I look back and, and that's not far off when I was diagnosed with PCOS and they said you know you're not overweight mm. but it would if you're trying to get pregnant it would definitely help if you lost some weight and I was like right okay and that was my goal you know there was a reason to lose the weight and that was that was the aim whereas mm. some people don't or they do have a reason but they just haven't identified it are you talking yeah. about the whole psychological thing there are people that lose weight for medical purposes medical reasons and mm -hmm. that's great um but then a lot of people are like oh, I've got to lose the weight and you think Okay. And I'm, I'm a big fan of women doing whatever they want to, whatever they feel comfortable doing, mm. you know, I don't think anyone should have to conform to any sort of set standard about what's mm. acceptable in society. But if a woman says, I want to lose weight, fine, you go for it. But it's always an interest in mind to say, why? Yeah. Why do you feel uncomfortable as you are? What is it about you that you don't like? Mm. And it's it's actually a really hard question for a lot of people to answer because it's either it makes them feel uncomfortable or, you know, and it's mm. it's a real weird one. And I, I just think it's such a shame that there are so many people spending so much of their lives mm. restricting their lives, you know, by what they eat. Mm. And you think I, I personally don't want to get to my deathbed and go, well, I don't really enjoy that. You know, I want to say if I want to have a bottle of wine, not just me, Neil, <laughs> uh, you know, on a Friday night with dinner, I don't want to feel guilty for that, mm. you know, because yeah. you only get one life. So why would you spend it restricting yourself and not enjoying it? But yeah. I do also understand that people have psychological issues with mm. what they can and can't eat and how they look because I have been there. So mm. it's, a, it's a really fine line isn't it it's a difficult one it is and each person's decision to go on a diet as you're saying it could be you know post-trauma it could be things that they don't even know about um you know we, we talked briefly about eating disorders on our last quick brew 
um, about body weight and body image. So yeah, it, it's diets and the very topic of diets is, yeah, we've just covered a few things in, in mm. this episode, but it's far reaching. It's so far reaching. So, yeah, yeah, you're absolutely with, right. It's, it's such a broad topic, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, we could go on for hours about it, but we won't. We promise to keep this as a quick brew. We've already gone over time. Um, so we we don't really know what to call this segment. So anyone who wants to write a comment and ask what we call it, that would be great. But for now, we're going to call it the, the final sip. Yes, I like that. It was a good mm. idea by you. Yeah. The final sip. So the final sip is just our final thoughts, really. So Katie, what's your final sip? Um, I've got three, three bullet points that I've scribbled down and I've said, don't conform to what other people say you should do, do what's right for you. Eat what makes you happy, but eat it in moderation. If, you know, I mean, if eating broccoli makes you happy, crack on, eat that, you know, but if eating Big Macs makes you happy, you know, just be sensible with it (laughs) and um, eat a healthy, well-balanced diet, but don't let it rule your life. Don't Mm. make yourself miserable because you're restricting yourself that would be my that would be my thoughts only based on my own personal experience and you have to do what's right for you that's brilliant that's excellent final sip are you not going to have a final sip I am but I'm not as prepared as you um so mine I mentioned her before Jamila Jamil um my final sip is more of a recommendation really um seek out the positive body advocates and activists Mm -hmm. out there uh, Jamila Jamil did a, a fantastic I Weigh um, campaign. The website's still up and, re- and she's got a podcast, but listen to us first. Um, but she's got a podcast as well, I Weigh. And it initially started out with her waging war against the diet industry, um, yeah. particularly against Kim Kardashian, who um, was advertising diet lollipops um, a couple of years ago. Um, and she's not the only one. There have been other celebrities that I won't mention because uh, they may follow us in the future, you know. <laughs> Um, but that um, was advocating diet products and things like that. Um, and it's awful. You, you're in a position where you've got millions of followers. Why would you do that? That's just, yeah. yeah. So she waged war against Kim Kardashian and companies that were advertising diet teas and things like that. So check her out, check out the website, follow her on Instagram. She is inspirational and she can help you try and think things in another in another way as well um with some of her posts she she talks about and she's very down to earth as well she's very she very real she's awesome yeah yeah awesome well i i don't think that could have gone any better but i'm now going to go off and read more statistics and more extreme diets and try and get over that whole tapeworm situation <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome yeah <laughs> but thanks for joining us guys and join us again for another quick brew in a couple of weeks time See you soon. Bye.